Welcome to the Spook House Podcast. I'm Phil. I am Jason. And it is episode 48, Children of the Corn. It's a banger of an episode. It's a banger of a movie. Yeah. Why don't you say banger one more time, Jason? (laughs) Bangers and mash. Yeah. Well, hey, look, I'm not going to... I know our traditional format is kind of shoot shit for a little while, then we talk about some horror news. But (laughs) earlier today, like so many others... My world was kind of rocked today because, of course, they have pushed back Halloween Kills to October 2021. A whole year. More like a year and closer to a year and a half. Well, a whole year from the original date. From a year and well, a half now, yes. Yeah. God damn it, man. I mean, I kind of feared it was going to happen. You I know, know just... <sighs> Fuck. Now, is it disappointing? Sure. Is it shocking? Not at all. You know? Not real. Okay, maybe I was just lying to myself. I was like, <laughs> it's only July. We're good, baby. We're no, good. it's just the way everything's been moving and the way... I mean, the only person that's really trying to get something out right now is Christopher Nolan's really pushing for the tenant to come out in theaters next month, which I still don't know if that's going to happen. Oh, wow. Next month? Yeah, in August. Mm, man. God damn it. This one... I, I don't know. I was having kind of a bad day today, and I saw that, and I was like, motherfucker, are you kidding me? <laughs> did you watch the teaser trailer that they released? I did, immediately after having the news broken to me, and it, I don't know, maybe I was Wait. just in a bad frame of mind. I was like, go fuck yourself. Wait, about hold on. <laughs> this was my reaction. Hold on. That was me rolling my eyes as I watched that teaser trailer. I feel like that oh. was the whole thing was like, a, all right, we got some bad news. Let's just give them fucking something. I wouldn't even be surprised if that was filmed for the last movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they already had the other two outlined by the time they... or they're probably, I know they've got this one scripted out. They have the next one scripted out as well? I think so. I think Halloween Ends is, like, ready to be filmed. I think they would have been filming it around this time. Probably, if it's coming out, if it was supposed to come out next year. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Man, got a got a long ways to go, unfortunately. Yeah. I kind of figured it would happen, but I was like, oh, maybe it'll still come out on schedule, but god damn it. Not not so much luck. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, I get it. Okay, let's talk about the little teaser. There's not a whole lot to it, but yeah, so it's <laughs> it's just Lori screaming, "Let it burn." Yeah. And it I don't know. I was just in a bad frame of mind. So when I saw that, I was like, I don't give a shit. Fuck your teaser. <laughs> about that? I guess they were like, well, let's just give them something. Yeah. This is, and that's, I'm sure that's all it was. They should have waited 24 hours or 
I don't know. Just not put it out at all. So I was like, man, I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah so it's Lori, Karen, and Allison in the back of the pickup truck, which I predict is still being driven by Tommy Doyle. I called that one on the Halloween 2018 episode. I still think it is, but we'll it, see. Why do you think it's Tommy Doyle? What makes you think that? Just feel it. I just think it is. I think he's at a bar. Like they're, they keep showing pictures of him like at a bar. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's going to show them they're at like a Halloween party at a bar, and there's yeah. like, oh, special news interruption. Blah blah blah. Shit's going down, and yeah. then he's going to be like, hold up, let me hop in my truck, and drive over there. Wait a minute. Let me put some Tommy Doyle in it. Yeah, and then they're going to be like, oh, Tommy Doyle, oh, who are you? Oh, well, uh, you know. 40 years ago today, I <laughs> saw him. <laughs> yeah, so the teaser wasn't a whole, there wasn't a whole lot to it. It was just them driving away. You hear some fire trucks coming, and Lori's like, let them burn. Like they can fucking hear. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, okay. I was, I was like, ooh, cringe. Really? Yeah, I was like, that's awful. Yeah, for a teaser. That's like, gonna and I'm like, that's gonna be in the movie, and I I know it's gonna cringe out of my skin when I go see this movie in theaters next year. Imagine being like one of the one of the firemen driving down the street, and you pass that truck, you just hear, ah! <laughs> <laughs> let him burn. Oh, uh, it's is that Lori Strode again? <laughs> Surprised she wasn't like, do as I say. <laughs> Jeez, she thought of all those. All those little traps and everything. She didn't anticipate the firemen and all that. Do you think that's how Michael like comes back? So it's going to be under his his overalls. It's going to be like a fire retardant suit that he got from the, the journalists. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> they're gonna have a flashback of what was always in the trunk. Yeah. Well, hey, we will find out October twenty twenty one. Are you doing anything that uh, weekend? That's yeah, actually, I think I'm booked. <sighs> I think I got something to do. I'll, 18, I'll try to go see 18 it. months away? Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, work for check me. Check my books. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that is schedule. so far away. That That's a long time. I mean, <laughs> you waited. How long did you wait for 2018 to come out, though? I don't know. I mean, you know, fuck. It's what happens in COVID world. Yeah, I guess so. Are you happy, COVID? You motherfucker. <laughs> you, know. you had to take this one. You wanted it. So, are you happy? You just can't let me have a little slice of happiness, huh? Nope. None for you. Well, it's all good. We got lots to look forward to. I hope they don't do their original stupid idea of releasing Halloween kills and ends. What, both of them on the same day? Remember when they were kicking around that idea? So I don't know if they are ever officially kicking around that idea, but I know there was a big rumor about that. Now, if they do that, I don't know if they, because they, they still have to film the second one, I mean the third one. They didn't even start that. And they yeah. still got, from what I understand, there's still some reshoots for the new one coming out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to do reshoots, and then you got to film another movie that you don't even know when you're going to be able to film. Yeah, that th- seems like a big stretch at this point. Yeah, they probably won't do that. Hopefully, no. And so Halloween Ends should come out um, October twenty thirty five. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hey man, it's gonna be Laurie Strode and her hover around chasing Michael down the street. <laughs> you like this two old ladies at the Grand Canyon? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's an old commercial for some of you folks. Yeah, I probably don't remember it folks. at all. Well. Yeah, sorry, Jamie Lee. We're just, I know you're listening. We're just talking shit. (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens. But 
you know, let's not let it get us down. Seems like it got you pretty down. It kind of did. I'm not going to lie. Like throughout the day, I was just like, damn, son of a bitch. But whatever. Can't do anything about it. Candyman got pushed back today, too. Yeah. Man Candy pushed back. Now, is that, is that a Blumhouse movie? Uh, I know Jordan Peele's producing it and he co wrote it. I don't is that think a Blumhouse it is. movie? I don't okay. think so. So that's getting pushed back to October of this year, I believe. So, hey, if Candyman can come out, why can't Halloween Kills? Maybe they were scared of that Candyman money. Ah, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with, like, the advertising campaign or, you know, they don't want to pump all that money into... Well, see, the thing is, Candyman's 100% done. Halloween is not. Halloween Kills is done. Well, no, they got reshoots for it. Because remember that was part of the issue why they didn't because they've already test screened it, but they still said there were some reshoots to do it. And right after the test screening was when COVID came and shut down everything. So from what I understand, there's still like a couple of reshoots they want to do for Halloween Kills. Okay, I can and, shoot it at my house. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Come on over, JC. And you got to quarantine the house for two weeks. First. Yeah, <laughs> be like, what y'all want to film? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee was water in the fridge. Go grab me one. Just whatever. <laughs> We got some bagel bites coming out soon. You see you in a hazmat suit trying to shake everybody's <laughs> hands. Like, JC, what up? <laughs> Johnny C. Oh, gosh. My boy. <laughs> we got plenty of weed over here, John. Yeah, I, I borrowed my buddy Jason's PlayStation 4 for you. <laughs> Put a Lakers game on the old boob tube. I found a bong over here for you to just rip on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Candyman push what? I was gonna say, tell me all about Christine and how that was. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, hey, what the fuck were you thinking? Good movie. Oh, by the way, there was a Reddit thread another day. Like, Christine really holds up as a kick-ass movie. There was like hundreds of comments praising it. I'm just reading through it. Like, what are y'all thinking? I, I am in <laughs> the boat with those Reddit comments. I am on the shore, miles away. And <laughs> the kill count, no, James, the kill count, he praised it recently, too. Uh, I saw that, and I, I just, maybe I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> yep, that's you. That's your problem. Anyway, it's a piece of shit. I stand by that. That's I'll, not. I'll get to the grave with that one. All right, well, then you'll go to the grave with saying Halloween 6, the second best Halloween movie, too. <laughs> Gladly, Gladly. Sir. I'll probably die before I get to see Halloween kills and ends. <laughs> At this point, it's possible, but hey, at least you won't have to pay movies for an awful subtitle. Huh? Halloween Kills is a dumb name. Halloween Ends is a dumb name. Well, first of all, it's not called a subtitle, but um, oh, that's right, it's not a subtitle. Yeah, it's, it's just a Halloween title Kills. of a movie. Yeah, yes, <laughs> they're good. both awful titles. Yeah, swing and a miss. Good try. <laughs> it's not bad. Halloween Kills is not a bad name. Halloween Kills? Yeah, I don't know. It's better than Halloween Two, or I don't know. It's Lori's Revenge. Well, I mean, yeah, if it was Halloween, Lori's Revenge, sure, that's a bad title. But just Halloween Kills. Halloween Ends. Is it the last Halloween ever? I don't know. No. Of the Blumhouse world, I guess. No. Nah. Well, who does? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so Candyman got pushed back. Uh, A24 still can't find a release date for St. Maud. That's right. I saw that. Um, man, it's just kind of bleak in the horror news world. Well, it's just bleak for anything. Nothing yeah. released. Nothing's happening. <laughs> Nothing is being filmed right now. So 
Unless you're being filmed in New Zealand. Yeah. Hey, there's another thing. Why can't they just release Halloween Kills on demand? I would kind of rather wait and see it in theaters. I'm sure that was an avenue that was looked at. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I'm, I'm assuming they just felt like it was in their best interest to wait until next Halloween to release it. Yeah, Johnny Johnny C, he was like, um, yeah, it's going to get an IMAX release. I've personally never seen a movie in IMAX. I haven't either, but I'm like, it's a slasher movie. It's not like some $200 million Christopher Nolan movie. It's a slasher movie. <laughs> yeah, you know? It says a fucking avatar. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if I need to. I mean, I guess it'll be kind of cool to see it on IMAX, but it's not like, dude, have you seen Halloween Kills in fucking IMAX? I'll go see it in IMAX. Is Michael an- Myers is literally three stories tall on the screen. Yeah, that seems like really that's too much to try and look at, you know. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to one. People say it's really cool, but I've never, I've never been to IMAX. <sighs> I feel like John Carpenter put that in his little message as like, "Hey, but it's gonna be an IMAX." It's like you lost me, John. You know, I don't the, give a shit. The Science Museum here has IMAX. So would you imagine go to the Science Theater to go see Halloween Kills? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, when they dropped that teaser today, it was kind of like. Somebody told you, like, hey, your entire family's dead. But then somebody was like, do you want 20 bucks, though? And it's like, it's kind of a bad time. I don't know if it was quite kind of <laughs> quite like that. It's okay. Not- I don't know if this is quite... But it sucked, yes. <laughs> yeah. if it was quite, oh, we've murdered your entire family, but here's $20 for your pain. Yeah. That's kind of what it felt like. <laughs> or, I don't know, insert your own analogy, you know? Yeah. I got you. Whatever. <laughs> they did they really kind of kick you when you were down with that teaser trailer. They kind of did. <laughs> and the teaser trailer kind of sucked. Oh, it really sucked. Let them burn. Okay. She could lay off the hooch there, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fucking Lori Strode again <laughs> yelling. She's going to say, Tommy, turn the truck around. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. Whatever. Wasn't there a shot of a mask at the end? Yeah, or it was a shot of Michael Myers. I think he looked, or he started moving. It reminded his head. me of that shot in Halloween Five when he like first puts on his mask and he like turns his head like, "Oh, I'm gonna whoop some ass." Yeah. <laughs> I've been sleeping for a year now, and it doesn't make any sense. But okay, yeah. <laughs> they should have intercut that at the last second, like <laughs> just some Halloween five footage. I'm sure that old hermit had him hooked up to all kinds of IV bags for that year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just talk about that today. Oh, man. That's Children of the Corn. We got to give it to oh, our fans, boy. our listeners. Got to give it to them. Oh, yeah. Well, Jason, I think that's all of the news. Um, I haven't really watched a whole lot since I last saw you. I yeah. watched David Cronenberg's The Brood fairly recently. Decent flick. Kind it's of crude. When uh, she, That's the one she's licking the... the the dead, or not the dead baby, their fetus. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't really quite know what to make of it. It's, it's a it's a Criterion Collection movie. But the creepy little kids that like come out of the walls and yeah. like beat the shit out of people. I feel like had I seen that when I was like six years old or something, it would have <laughs> fucking terrified me. And that it would have been one of those movies like, what's the name of that movie where there's like creepy little kids that come out of a wall and kill people? Yeah. It would have been one of those movies. Seeing it as an adult, it was like, oh, that's kind of unsettling. But <laughs> it was a decent watch. Have you seen Scanners? I haven't. Videodrome? I think, I think that was my first Cronenberg movie. 
Really? Yes. Huh. I know. Maybe we should do a Cronenberg month. He's got some. Can... He's got some pretty good movies out there. Uh, not all horror, but he's big on body horror were his kind of movies. Yeah. And like, Naked Lunch was another big one that he did. I know the exploding head from Scanners. That's, <laughs> That's the pretty extent great. of my Cronenberg knowledge. And now The Brood. <laughs> the Brood. Which, which I sold a copy of on that Spook House video. That's where I watched it. Nice. Before I shipped it out. Um, other than that, I've been watching a lot of Alone on, it comes on the History Channel. You know, okay. That, like wilderness survival show. There's like 800 of them. You got to be a little bit more specific. Yeah, okay. So they drop people off in the middle of nowhere, like Vancouver Island. Okay. No camera crews or anything. They have to film themselves. Okay. So they just try and survive. And the last person to survive wins half a million dollars. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, okay. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, we're going camping tomorrow. I'm going (laughs) to... Are you going to employ some of their tactics? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like set up my gill net in the river. All right, so I've got this rope here. I'm going to suck that, and when I need a little bit of drink, I can just uh, just <laughs> wring it out in my throat. <laughs> yeah, so I've been watching a lot of that. I haven't really watched a lot of movies. How about you? Okay, well, in preparation for this exercise, oh, okay, I've watched Children of the Corn 1, 2, 3, and 4. You poor bastard. It was something I felt like I needed to do. Okay. I also watched him on VHS tape except for the second one. All right, so... Out of those four, what's the best one? Three. By far. You know, I was going to say, I grew up watching the... I watched the third one a few times. It came out in 95. Mm -hmm. Sorry to bring it up, but I know it was on the previews for Halloween 6 because they're both Dimension Miramax films. Yes. Actually, the whole series is. Yes. Yeah. And I remember the third one was decent. Yeah. So, I got... so. The second one, let me go through, kind of go down the, the order real quick. All right. The second one is pretty dumb. It mm-hmm. was shot in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they added this like eco plot that the adults are trying to sell the corn that has mold on it. So maybe that's why the kids are crazy. But if you watch the first one, you know that there's actually a he who walks behind the rose thing. So this B plot they added is pretty awful. Okay. And then it's just, it's just dumb. The cover of the VHS is pretty sweet, though. It is. That is. That's very true. I remember seeing that in the video store back in the day. I don't think I ever saw it, but it's you know, it's not great. Yeah. How about the fourth one? Fourth one's boring. Fourth one's the worst of the four really? that I watched. Now the third one's cool. Like they, it's the only one they try to do anything different. They took these two kids and they put them in Chicago, an inner city, oh. and they're trying to make the new Children of the Corn in Chicago. <laughs> That sounds bad. It's got Charlie stared in it for all of half a second. Wow. Yeah. Do you think the the filmmakers of that movie look back and they're like, oh, damn it, we fucked up. I don't know. Well, maybe she probably couldn't even speak English that well. She's from South Africa. Oh, that's right. So who knows? She probably had, at least she probably had a, probably a strong accent. So and, it probably would have made sense in Chicago. <laughs> and Naomi Watts was in the fourth one? Yes. Naomi Watts and Karen Black, who was an Academy Award nominated in the 70s. Yeah, I know Karen Black. She's yeah. in House of a Thousand Corpses. She is. She mm-hmm. is. She's in that one. And the fifth one actually has Eva Mendes in it. Mendez? Mendez. I think it's Mendez. Yeah, yeah. Eva Mendez, 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 <laughs> Mendez. Yeah, words. And Fred Williamson. Alyssa <laughs> well, just laughed at you from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> words are hard, man. Words are hard. And David Carradine, a Bill of Kill Bill fame. Okay. He's in the, he's in the fifth one, too. Okay. 
Man, quite the uh, star-studded cast. Especially for some bad movies. Yeah. And hey, the first one has Linda Hamilton in it. She's, you know, a, a actress. She an actress. is. <laughs> of note. <laughs> yeah. Then T2. Heard of it? It's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal around these parts. She was also in Beauty and the Beast. Never saw it. And used to be married to James Cameron. For like a year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Children of the Corn. Give the third one a watch. The two and four, I don't know. And then the fifth one, I didn't watch. It's been years since I watched it. So, and I've never seen anything past the fifth one. So isn't the third one, isn't it like a giant corn monster that comes out? Which is fucking awesome. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, man. I was like, this is a direct... This thing, of course, it costs more than the first one did, mm-hmm. budgetary-wise. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. It turns into a creature feature. Well, riveting shit, Jason. Riveting shit. So before we jump <laughs> before we jump into Children of the Corn one. Yes. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to do a special little segment here. So All right. recently on the horror subreddit there was a thread called What Are Your Controversial Horror Hot Takes? And mm-hmm. I thought I would just read through some of the top comments. Alright. Obviously I'm not gonna do all of them, but these are the ones that I was like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> All right, number one. I'm just going to get your thoughts on these. Okay, okay, number one. The Nightmare on Elm Street remake isn't nearly as bad as people say it is. Wrong. Pass. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> it's not good. It's unnecessary and just dumb. I think it's just so bland and generic, and by the numbers, it makes it more of a piece of shit than it actually is. And I guess technically, it's not. Like, I'm sure the acting isn't that bad and it, whatever. Everything about it feels like a bad Supernatural episode from like from CW. That's what it feels yeah. like. And it's just, and they tried to make Freddy Krueger dark again, which is commendable, but they did it in just the worst way. Well, mind you that, you know, really stupid people use Reddit too. So, it's like, this I, got like I 16. Reddit. Are you saying that? Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people use Reddit. <laughs> so, 16 people upvoted that one. Okay. Well, yeah. You're all dumb. Whatever. <laughs> now, I guess he didn't say it was good. He said it's not yeah. as bad. Yeah, I guess there's something there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Heather Donahue gives one of the greatest acting performances of all time in the Blair Witch Project. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's like, make all the snot jokes you want. This confession scene is a masterpiece. Etc. Etc. I've not seen the Blair Witch Project in so long that I can't really comment if that's a hot take or a bad take i don't i just i, just, I haven't seen it in well yeah, over 15 i mean it years, is a probably. great acting performance well that movie yeah. got known for a lot of golden raspberries when it came out really yeah Cause I uh, really, people who liked it or just absolutely hated it yeah you know? i don't think it's gonna be like oh one of the most memorable scenes of all time <laughs> but well, it kind of is. I mean, and just the ad campaign for that movie was genius because everybody thought these people were actually dead for a while, you know? Yeah. And it got spoofed to hell. So I mean, yeah. That it, didn't help either. No. Anyways, moving on. Here's one for you. The Tom Savini remake of Night of the Living Dead is even better than the amazing original. Okay. I agree. The Suck it. So, okay. The, the remake is good. It is not better, but it is good. It's more entertaining. I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of the first one, the original one. I really do. It's I've not, only seen it like once. I my opinion's kind of invalid, and the remake <laughs> is kind of one of my one of my favorite horror movies. I, I don't know. I grew up with that one, and 
I mean, it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's not a bad movie at all, but I think it's. I don't think it's as good. And of course, historically, it's not. You know, you can go by like yeah. context too. But still, I think the first one was a better movie, and that's just my opinion. Well, I do like how they handled Barbara's character. They made her into a strong female lead, not just like whimpering yeah. in the corner. Yeah, that is that is a, a decent change. I will, and yeah, Tony Todd, our boy, TT, exactly. Yeah. All right, Babadook is extremely overrated. Here, here. I think it's rated about right. I mean, people aren't like, it's the best horror of all time. Uh, and I hear a lot of people hate it, you know. I just hear a lot of people. When, I when it came out, everybody was like, oh, it's so scary. It is, oh my God. I was like, it's not. I mean, Avatar is an overrated movie. Because everybody fucking loves it, except me. That's the only movie I've ever walked out of the theater on. Duck, however. Oh, you know, Avatar. It was amazing. I'm just saying, I'm saying what does Bob Duke have to do with Avatar? Though? I don't know. Because that <laughs> was like, the first example that came to mind. <laughs> I hate that movie. Uh Bob Duke. Yeah, it's whatever. I agree with that comment. I think it's good. I like it. We would do it on the show. I, I don't mind doing movies I hate for the show, but I just I don't think it's that great. Like people love it. it yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, I'll save that one for last. <laughs> I think Halloween 2 is better than 1. Go fuck yourself. The Witch is overrated. It's an incredibly well-made movie, but it just didn't feel like anything really happened until the last 10 or 15 minutes, and then the last 5 minutes were just silly. I, mean, I get what he's saying, or she is saying, but it's, it's a good movie. It's scary. It's, you know, I've heard some other people have that comment about it, say it's kind of boring and nothing really happens, but I was like, no, that's, that's the point of it. It's mounting dread for that entire movie. Yeah, they want... Loud explosions, scary yeah. noises. Yeah. Yeah. I love The Witch. I like The Witch, I think too. It's great. Can't believe it took you so long to watch it. I know. This one is something else. Okay. This one has like surprisingly like 10 upvotes. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is better than his first, and both are better than John Carpenter's original, <laughs> which isn't as good as Halloween 3, Season of The Witch. And he also says, put that in your pipe and smoke it. What bridge does that troll live under? Because I want to go to his house and be like, hey, troll. It's got up, but <laughs> people are like, somebody read that and was like, you know what? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm glad somebody finally said it. The remake is better than the original. That's not... Uh, if you wrote that comment and you're driving in your car right now listening to this, grab the steering wheel, pull it really hard to the right, just as hard as you can. <laughs> Like a sharp turn. Just like, you know when they're driving the car in Fight Club and it's like, you've had a near-life experience? Just see what happens. Just let go. Just, let go. <laughs> just see what happens. Yeah, I know there's a stop sign up ahead. Just keep going. It's just, uh, you know, it's maybe it's, especially if it's raining outside, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you come to that conclusion. I can understand the Halloween 2 being better than the Halloween 1. Actually, I agree with that. That's, that's not... Crazy or anything, mm-hmm. but being better than either of John Carpenter, that, no, no, not at all. That's gross. Uh, oh, and he goes on to say that the original isn't as good as Halloween Three. It's one of those snooty assholes. Personally, I think Halloween Three is the best in the series. Oh, shut up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I also yeah. disagree with that. But hey, people have opinions. People have opinions. Opinions and more opinions. That's why they were called hot takes. And hey, we have opinions too. They're not always right. I mean, 
any ways. To say the least. All right, those were all the horror hot takes. You can take off your oven mitts. Back to normal. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's not a hot take? Children of the Corn is one of the greatest horror movies of all time. Mm-mm. That's a that's a lukewarm. That's like a you know you leave a cup of water out and you go to bed and you wake up in the morning and you're like oh that's right I forgot to put that in the sink. That's what that kind of take is. Yeah, but you drink it anyway and it tastes like dust because yeah. it's just been sitting out all night. Does water get stale or something? <laughs> I don't understand. It's not like it's like carbonated or anything. It's all gonna be flat. My theory is it kind of like accumulates dust and you know just like anything else, stuff just lands on it and. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, this this movie is like a big old glass of stale water. No, it's like <laughs> a stale LaCroix. It's like you drink it, you're like, ooh, this is going to be nice and fizzy. No, it's not. Here's what Children of the Corn is. Children of the Corn is that movie that everybody saw, even if they don't like horror movies, and like, huh. You know that when they're like 10 at a sleepover? Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, that movie's kind of scary. I remember seeing that when I was 10 in a sleepover. Yep, and thus it garnered a kind of a cult following. Yeah. And it should, like, I would love to say, like, oh, man, the original Children of the Corn is fucking awesome. It's got a good movie cover to it, you know, with the scythe and everything. Yeah. Sounds right, you know. 1984, Stephen King's Children of the Corn. It's a classic. Yeah. Sounds like it would be, right? You know, I don't hate this movie at all. It is, it's, it's you know, like I said, it's it's room temperature water. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't it's hate it. It's not bad. It's not great. It's got a following. I feel like if it didn't have all these sequels, the its legacy wouldn't be as tarnished as it kind of is now. If it was just this one movie that came out in the eighties, mm-hmm. I think it would be as uh, received it maybe slightly better. Now it's kind of a joke. Slightly sure, but I don't think that had anything to do with it. It's just this might be one of the worst series ever. This is like Children of the Corn is like Puppet Master. So I was thinking about this today. Children of the Corn was the directed video franchise of the '90s, maybe rivaled only by the Leprechaun series. Oh, okay. you know, and then Puppet Masters down there, and some of the other series that were coming around a little bit. But this one and Leprechaun were like the directed video franchises. Yeah, that's and like fair, Leprechaun's better than this franchise. Though. I mean, yeah, but sure. there's some people that will probably think like, "Oh, well, Leprechaun's just too stupid, too silly for some people." Yeah. You know, like he, I watched in space not too long ago. That oh, that movie. movie's really bad. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, the third one's really bad too. He has a lightsaber in that one. Oh man, <laughs> but that's kind of how I and I am kind of nostalgic because I watched a lot of dimension movies back in the day, mm-hmm. and there was always a Children of the Corn trailer on at least one of them. Nonsense, because you know they're all dimension movies. Yeah, sure. Well, Jason, let's just uh, jump right on in. Children of the Corn, released March 9th, 1984. This was before Terminator, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. So the budget was around like 1.2, and I believe that uh, Sir Stephen King got about 500 grand of that. Yeah, because the shooting production was $800,000. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, let's just... Jump on into it. There's not a whole lot to it. Yeah. But go ahead. Stephen King actually wrote a, a script for this movie, but they decided not to do it. Really? Yeah. Apparently, the first 35 pages was just Vicky and Bert before they even got to, to Gatlin. Hmm. Yeah, this kind of movie wouldn't really support that. The uh, I read the short story that it's based on, mm-hmm. and it's you can probably read about an hour, maybe, maybe a little bit less than that. 
but it's really all about from the perspective of Bert and Vicky, and they're a married couple in this, and they're talking about getting a divorce. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit different there, but you don't really get a whole lot of development from the kids, so all those kind of subplots in this movie didn't exist in the short story. Which came out in a 1977 issue of Penthouse. Well, let's just kick the movie off, shall we? Let's do it. So, start off with some shots of uh, cornfields and farm equipment. Just go. What what am I about to say, Jason? You're about to reference Halloween four. You damn right I am. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I really like the intro here. It's shots of uh, you know, stuff. Would you say Halloween four ripped this off? Oh no. Midwest, Halloween four Midwest Town. Yeah, yeah. You know, surprisingly, or maybe not so surprisingly, there's gonna be more Halloween four references throughout the movie. Or, well, maybe just like one or two, but anyways. Or 30. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, see Gatlin Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Corn Drought in the Lord is apparently playing. <laughs> They're a sick indie band. You got to check them out. They're only on band camp. Yeah. Oh, man. So Joby is giving a voiceover. This is a character we... Unfortunately, get the pleasure of meeting. And it's funny, his voiceovers happen like randomly. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's kind of a clunky plot device here. Oh, there's the word that kind of sums up this movie. Clunky. Holy (laughs) shit. Good God. So, Joby, sick name, by the way, reminds me of um, I Love You Man when he's getting off the phone. He's like, all right, later, Jobin. (laughs) (laughs) Dirt's my good. He's like, did you just call me Jobin? It's like, no, yeah. So anyways, Joby is in the diner with his dad, and Isaac is standing outside with his little hipster hat on. Looks like he's about to roll up to Coachella. (laughs) And he gives the ginger god inside the okay to poison everybody. The most egregious thing that happens in this entire movie, before all this the mayhem goes down, Mm -hmm. Joby takes a straw out of his milkshake and drinks it without a straw like a fucking savage. Ooh. Yeah, that's a that's an alpha move, right? I'm like, dude, how do you even drink this thing without a straw? And that's at a uh, diner, so you know that thing's thick as shit. <laughs> yeah, and they also they were like, yeah, you know what? Just leave that milkshake mustache on for the rest of this whole slaughtering that's about to go down because <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, it's weird, like so many things in this movie. So he gives a ginger god Malachi. Played by Courtney Gaines, the okay to poison the coffee, I think. They start killing people. Yeah, because you're seeing some mm, good coffee today. Good coffee today, Earl. Yeah. <laughs> well, they start to kill all the adults. They, they're stabbing people. They cut off somebody's hand in the meat slicer. Like, like, that's a lot. That's not going to kill anybody. Yeah. That's a lot of effort for something that's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reminded me of Kingpin a bit. They, like, take his hand off. Great movie. I was thinking of Goonies when they were uh, putting the tomatoes in the blender when they were trying to get the chunk. Oh. And all the while this is happening, Sarah, another character we get the pleasure of meeting in this movie, mm-hmm. is drawing pictures of what's happening like she's fucking Jamie Lloyd in Halloween 5. Write uh, what you know! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not wrong. There's the opening. I mean, it works. It, the Sarah thing's really stupid. Yeah. But the, the mayhem, it's it works. 
Who edited this movie? Dude, I've got lots of grievances about the Was way this movie is edited. Was it a blindfolded person I, riding in the back of a pickup truck? There's it, it <laughs> dude. The, it's yeah. really bad. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, look, the opening is, this is one of the more... It's like, hey, we came to play. Kids killing adults. Yeah. It, Deal yeah, with it. It's okay. And then it's like, okay. Well, let's let's keep it going. So we get the title card... There's credits. We see little drawings of kids and stuff. Yeah. So Linda Hamilton, Vicky, wakes up a man in bed. It's his B-Day. Yes, it is. She wants to have sex. He does not. So she gives him a... She sings him Gary U.S. Bond's classic School's Out. Oh, yeah. She does a little dance in her silk pajamas. Hey, speaking of editing... This scene could have been cut just a little, well, about 15 seconds. Hey, man, she's a kooky girlfriend that's trying to be happy about her boyfriend uh, being done with medical school, I guess, and he's about to do his residency in Seattle. That's right. And they hit the road. Oh, real quick, there's a lyric in the song that says, I can root for the Yankees from the bleachers. I'm like, not this year, you can't. <laughs> oh. Not in 2020. I'm kind of triggered by the song now. When are you going to start your baseball podcast talk that will garner... Four listeners. Dude, you don't. When you're, because you're about to go, <laughs> you're going to go off the grid for a couple of days. You're going to come back and I'll completely turn the Instagram page to Justin, but like baseball memes and oh, like, God. hot takes. <clears throat> Brady Freeman's out for the Braves. What the fuck? <laughs> Welcome back to Hardball, Jason. <laughs> Let me tell you about the strike zone here today. <laughs> All right. Well, they enter Nebraska. Who's the Nebraska baseball team? There is not one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Smaller state. Okay. But Kansas City. Royals, I guess, would be the closest. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, they enter Nebraska. Meanwhile, back in Gatlin, one of the kids tries to leave. He's gonna. He's got his bags packed. He's going to get on out of there. And Jobin and Sarah, they're still around. They're watching on while all this is happening. He's like, don't tell anybody. Dude. He takes off through the corn. It's like, all right, we gotta be secret. Make sure nobody's looking. And then Job goes, screams at the top of his uh, at the top of his lung. No one's looking. That's no true. Looking. How are these kids doing anything? They're not sneaky at all. It's a good thing, you know. It's a good thing he died. <laughs> it's Job's fault that he died. So in the car, they turn on the radio, and all they hear is religious talk. And they now enter Gatlin. I thought it was going to say Nilbog for a second. <laughs> Dude, a lot of this movie feels like Troll 2, but not as entertaining. But not as entertaining. Okay. It, it looks like it. There's some awkward moments like it. This is definitely a better movie than Troll 2. Yeah, it's better than Troll 2. It's not as entertaining, though. Okay, so... This movie commits the unforgivable movie sin. It is boring as shit. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Children of the Corn 4 is also kind of like that. Okay. Which is why it's the weakest of the four that I watched. I will skip that one. Yeah. So the kid's running through the corn. Which is the worst. Have you ever ran through a cornfield? I think so. Dude, that yeah. fucking sucks. You get cut up from the, the husks. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's a horror movie called Husk. Oh, It's about okay. a scarecrow. It sucks. All right. <laughs> so he gets killed by Malachi. Killed off screen, I believe. Uh, yeah. He, he pops up a little bit later, though. Yeah, pretty much all the kills are off screen in this. They're kind of weak sauce. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they're driving down the street, and the kid that was killed or had his throat slit walks out into the road, and this looks hilarious when they hit him. It's like, <laughs> he rolls over. He even does like the broken arm thing like in South Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they stop, and Bert tells uh, Vicky, he's like, get back in the car. He's like rubbing her hands like, let me check, let me check, let me check. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, your head looks, it feels okay. He was like, it's just a bump. It's just like, a bump. Oh, thanks, Doc. We don't have airbags in the 83 or 84, I'm sorry. <laughs> so he walks into the field. He picks up, the, he look, He investigates the kid first. Uh-huh. And then he sees that there's a cut on his neck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so Vicky's, I think this is a, a dream Thing? Yes. Okay, so Vicky is a, takes a nap, and she... A concussion nap, which always goes well. Yeah, and the ginger god approaches the car. She gets out of the car, walks up to the body, and... Gotcha! Yeah. Jump scare. So this was... When she was filming the scene, the director told her that there was going to be a dummy under there. That's and right. And just act scared. And then the they had actually hid the kid under there, and he said, go, and the kid just jumped up and, and scared the shit out of her, as you can see in the movie. So that was a real reaction. It was. Well, Bert puts the kid in the trunk. Gingerly. Not uh, really. He just kind of throws him in there. Uh, no, that's, that point, that's appropriate for yeah. this movie, gingerly. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Old Malachi. Malachi. <laughs> that's right. Well, Jobin. And, uh... <laughs> And Sarah are playing Monopoly, but Malachi doesn't like that. Mm-mm. And he stabs the game, and there's a super awkward cut, and we are back at the car. I love this line. He was already dead when he stumbled out onto the road. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he was standing there. How was it? I don't understand the, the way this worked, because he's standing up when I hit him, but he's dead. Yeah. Who it, knows? Hey, you know Well, what? they got his body in the truck now. I'm like, well, that's going to look very, to some, you know, random people in the town, they're going to be like, yeah. Oh, what's that? They're still that kid, that dead kid in your trunk. So it's essentially Little Miss Sunshine now. <laughs> they're driving around <laughs> with a dead body in the truck. <laughs> Great movie. Or maybe uh, National Lampoon's Vacation with the dog. Hey, I bet you try to keep up with the first two blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Poor little guy. Well, Malachi brings Sarah and Jubin to. Is it Job? I, I keep calling him Jobin. It's that's Job. All. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call him Jobin. Okay, that's fine. Malachi brings him to Isaac. They had games and music. Oh, Isaac's boy, like, blah, 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 leave him be. You can tell Malachi is like so envious of Isaac. Like if he was a Jim Blossom song, he would be, hey, jealousy. <laughs> Oh, did you see that on BuzzFeed? Take this quiz to find out what Jim Blossom song you are. No, but I'm going to go Google that now. That's a thing. <laughs> Name I would another to- Jim Blossom I song. I would totally be Allison Road. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So Name another Alice. I'm going to force uh, I, all the, the Jim Blossom songs throughout this one now. I, no, please don't. Follow you down? What's up? Oh, yeah. They did sing that. Well, there's more driving, and they look in a suitcase, and they find a corn cross. All right. Must be some kind of folk art. Yeah. Hard cut. There's so many hard cuts in this movie. Hard cut to the mechanic. He's working on his truck. And, you know, personally, I, I was expecting Bandaged Myers to come out. <laughs> I have it written down. Halloween 4 in my notes. <laughs> Halloween 4. Here it comes. 
well, I'm trying to make this movie good. Oh, okay. And then you see Dr. Loomis pull up. He's all impatient. He's like, hey, hello there. <laughs> Anybody? Don't go to Gatlin, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to Gatlin. If you want another victim, take me. It's a picture of Abraham Lincoln behind. <laughs> <laughs> Malachi. God damn you. God damn you, Malachi. <laughs> well, Bert stops at the station. And he tells Bert he ain't got no gas. He ain't got no phone. We're just poor old country bumpkins. I'm just like, how are you expecting to make any kind of job when you can't talk to anybody that's not the kids? How do you survive? How yeah. do you feed the dog that he, you have? He even has no gas written on his store. He's like, don't go to Gatlin. Them folks got religion. Hey, fun fact, the guy that plays this mechanic went to UNC Chapel Hill and he was in acting classes with Mr. Andy Griffith. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they shot all of his scenes in one day. Ten pages, one day. Yeah, they could have knocked that out in like an hour. I mean, they <laughs> obviously didn't do a lot of, you know, let's try that again, but make it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarge, the dog, best part of the scene, is barking at the corn and runs in. Mechanics hear noises, he's walking around and... He talks to the corn. He's like, I never told them nothing. I kept my bargain just like I always do. Mm -hmm. I told him to go to Hemingford, which, another Stephen King place. Oh. 1922, have you seen it? I have. That's really good. Takes place in Hemingford. That is a better Stephen King movie that involves corn than this movie. You know, that's very true. Yeah, should have done that. Anyways, (laughs) Vicky and Bert are driving, and there's some road sign trickery going on. They keep driving around in circles. Yeah, they, they hopped onto the set of Freddy's Dead somehow. Hey! <laughs> Freddy's Dead. The I, map says we're fucked, okay? Yeah, I had that. I made that connection as well, Jason. <laughs> the mechanic finds Sarge's bloody bandana. So this is like Halloween. Huh? Now, I, no, he wasn't a German Shepherd or a Doberman. That ain't Sunday's bandana. <laughs> That's Sarge's. <laughs> That's Sarge's. <laughs> oh, and he beautiful gets, dog. He was a beautiful dog. And he gets surrounded by kids. Why do you have to kill Sunday? Why does a dog even have to be there? Why does Michael Myers killing dogs have to be a thing? Why does Michael Myers eating dogs have to be a thing? That's true. Here, here. Here? Here. If he eats a dog and Halloween kills when I watch it 20 years from now, I will be so upset. I really want that to happen now. I want to will that into uh, existence. I'm going to be on my deathbed and be like, oh, you motherfucker. I'm gonna you had up, to do I'm it. I'm going to slide into David Gordon Green's DMs real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so the mechanic gets surrounded by kids and it cuts because kinda, God forbid you show a proper death scene. You know, I kind of like the scene when he's coming, you know, the clouds kind of come in a little bit. I kind of like that. I know it doesn't, they didn't age well the effects. Yeah. But it still looks kind of cool for the time. And then he's like going in and they're all the, the kids are around him. It looks cool, but then they just don't show the, they build up to nothing. That's kind of what this movie drives me crazy that it does. Yeah. It builds up to nothing. Yeah. It cuts back to them driving through the cornfields, and this kind of goes on forever. I thought they were about to roll up on Joe Pesci and the boys in Casino. <laughs> They're buried bodies. <laughs> You motherfucker, you. Oh, dude, that's that scene when they kill Joe Pesci, oh. bro. That scene is so fucking brutal. I know. It's hard to watch. And you see them like, well, it's obviously like ant robots, but they're breathing a little bit when they're still burying them. I'm like, yeah. Fuck he's me. like, he's still breathing. Oh, what a good movie. Love it. 
they come to the road and they drive past a gas station again. And we briefly see the mechanic's bloody hand. This so. is my favorite part of the movie, or not one of my, or one of my favorite parts of the movie. <clears throat> What's that? He goes, "Oh, this gave me the worst directions." No, I hope you don't ever show up in my emergency room, buddy. I'm like, yeah. way to be a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy wronged me once, so I'm not going to save his life. Fuck yeah. you, buddy. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. You gave me bad directions once. I hope you die as burst appendix. <laughs> Isaac is giving a sermon. There's Jesus talk, yada, yada. <laughs> Malachi's like, bring him the blood of the outlanders. And they start chanting, praise God, praise the Lord. Point to the blue man, which is a police officer. Yeah, the blue man. Blue man group. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> Bert makes it to the empty town. They go into the cafe. And this will be the beginning of many... Hey, let's walk over here. Should we go over here? Oh, there's nothing. Maybe oh, we but, should go here. But then you see the camera from a different perspective, and you can see kids walking around. So you know. Oh. So you know that they're in danger, but they don't know they're in danger. Exciting shit, I tell mm-hmm. you. So there's corn everywhere. Yeah. What's with all this corn? I know. At some point. Copies of Life is Peachy and Follow the Leader just strolling about. Just everywhere. <laughs> See how they're singing Adidas real quick? <laughs> yeah, they're in tracksuits and Adidas. All the little kids are they're, wearing the... They're wearing Puma tracksuits with <laughs> Adidas shoes. You remember those days? Yeah. Isaac's playing the bagpipes. And he's got that HR Giger uh, microphone stand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Gordon's <laughs> got some jammers. Oh, man. Maybe they're playing Twist. I've seen yeah. Isaac singing Twist <laughs> in his next sermon. <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids are rummaging through the car and... They've, Vicky and Bert run back to the car and they chase after the kids. Exciting, exciting stuff going on. <laughs> Very exciting This stuff. is worth like full moon movie filler at this point. It's yeah. like, okay, it's, things need to happen. But Jason, then they drive that way. They're like, maybe they're over there. Oh, but <clears throat> maybe it's like, oh, maybe we should have gone west. Yeah. And then they go up to a house. Riveting shit here. This entire movie is like trying to use your GPS in a parking lot. Yeah. Just (laughs) frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they're looking through the house. Bert finds some ominous pictures. And Vicky is talking. Has she met Sarah yet? I think. I don't know. Yeah, she has. Because she says, Sarah, that's a beautiful name. What oh. will it be? Sarah Connor, her oh, next movie. That's right. Foreshadowing. That's right. And then Vicky's like, anybody not wearing two million sunblocks going to have a real bad day. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. You, you're all fucking dead. <laughs> hey, Reverend Isaac, how's the knee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, real quick, if you had to put a numerical value on how much more entertaining T2 is than this movie, what number would you put, Jason? Well, the budget for T2 was the first movie to cost $100 million to make, so that much. Oh. Yeah. $100 million. That's Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, they find Sarah in a room, and all the grown-ups are in the cornfield. Bert then says, this kind of sums up the movie, he says, listen, things aren't happening fast enough. <laughs> here, here, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's speaking my language over here. 
Vicky asks Sarah what she's drawing, and she's like, oh, no fate, but what we make. It's like, oh, that's a beautiful painting. Oh, Miles Dyson. I've got to go blow him away. <laughs> He's got to blow him away. <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can hold this. I need something to happen. <laughs> if something doesn't happen, I'm going to drop this trigger, and the entire thing is going to blow up. This entire podcast is going to explode. <laughs> Bert looks in the school. Bert looks in the church. Bert looks in a store window. Meanwhile, <laughs> you get like 36 of Bert in this thing. It's like playing the first Silent Hill movie. And then it goes back to or it's like the first Silent Hill video game. Uh-huh. And then it cuts back to Vicky and Sarah doing God knows what. Yeah. Then it cuts back to Bert walking around town again. Then it cuts back to Vicky <laughs> and Sarah in the room doing, I don't know, maybe she's telling him about how to make plastique with, with uh, Kyle Reese. Yeah. <laughs> and then... It just like focus on one thing. Yeah. Okay. So mercifully, Malachi and the goons show up. That's right. Looking like they're straight out of a Mumford and Sons video <laughs> with their little. This is the Amish NWA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bert finds another empty room. Fuck. Okay. And he sees a black dragon. He's like, oh, I gotta say, Vicky, this means something. Oh, yeah. I've got no clue what that's supposed to represent. But Bert knows because he's a doctor. Yeah. So the kids are in the house. Malachi sees Vicky. He's like, We want to give you peace. Seize her. <laughs> the music choir shit, the theme of this movie fucking sucks. Did it drive you crazy? Yes. Yeah. I can see yeah. That. So, I was so bored at this point watching the movie, I googled some fun corn facts. Are you ready for them? Oh, I'm ready for them. All right. The average ear of corn has 800 kernels and 16 rows. Ooh, yellow corn or white corn? I don't know. It just says the average ear. Okay. So, we'll say both. There's also always an even number of rows on corn. Ooh. Mm. Okay, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, back to the shitty movie. So <laughs> Isaac is chewing out Malachi because he's not listening to what Isaac is saying. And Malachi, you can see that they have a, a power struggle with each other. Yeah, Malachi wants to kill every motherfucker. No, Malachi... <laughs> Malachi wants to kill everybody, and Isaac doesn't. So there's only he who walks behind the rose talks to Isaac. That's right, and that is he walks behind the rose plan, not Malachi's. Gotcha. And to question me is to question him. Yes, Bert walks towards the cornfield, and it <laughs> opens up. It's like follow me this way. Now they have Vicky tied to the cross. Yes. So they hoist up Sarah Corner. Up on the cross. <laughs> Sarah Corner. <laughs> Sarah Corner. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was proud of that one. <laughs> and he's next to a dead cop. The T-1000. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got a... Because this is wearing a bike. Does he have a helmet, too? No. <laughs> no, he doesn't you Remember in Terminator 2, where he gets into the helicopter and he looks over to him and says, Get out. <laughs> yeah. And the guy just jumps. That's what she that's what that's what she should have said to the car when she's recruited by out. Get out. John Connor should have showed up on his dirt bike right about now. Listen to some GNR? Yeah. With the red headed mullet kid on the back. Hey man, I saw that kid you were talking about. <laughs> hey, that could have been like Malachi's ginger nemesis. Mm. The kid from T two. Mm. Mm. You also see she's not my mother, Todd. <laughs> 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 
You also see Amos. It's his 19th birthday. Oh, yeah. And he's stabbing himself with the cross, and he is going to sacrifice himself to he who walks behind the rose. Now, did uh-huh. you happen to Google this guy, Nathan? Or not, no. No. Amos. No, I did not. So he's in a movie. <laughs> okay. We've referenced it a couple times on this podcast. It's not a horror movie. But he plays Nathaniel, one of the ex-presidents of Point Break. The one with the thick mustache and the goatee. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you it's know. It's been a while since I saw Point yeah. Break, but that's a... You just, I just remember the, uh, the the fire thing. He was like, what's the biggest rate ever? What's the biggest wave? Why, man? Not ridden? Makaha. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like, Dana Point. And then Billy comes up. Bells Beach, Australia. And this bud's like, uh, no way. What Bells is bigger than Waimea, bro. <laughs> yes, it will. I have a 50-year store. I can do this entire fucking movie. If you want I me can to. tell. Well, before he rode those sick waves, he was uh, stabbing himself in a church, sacrificing himself to the corn god. Nice, nice surfboard you got there. I had a 57 Chevy. It looked just like it. <laughs> All right. I love how Bert runs in. And one of the kids tries to grab him. And he's like, get the fuck off of me, you little <laughs> shit. Like, he just like shrugs him off. He's like, fuck off. Yeah, he totally just dad dicks that kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got that dad street. <laughs> or as my dad used to like to call it, torque. Torque. He's like, boy, I got that torque. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see him. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you kill him out of Lester Horn. He's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> he's like, I got that torque, boy. <laughs> Silence, interloper! Bert finds their list of names. It's supposed to mean something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so the girl stabs Bert, and they all run out of the church. Bert's got some wheels on him. Yeah, especially because he's got, he, he didn't have both of his arms, so he's just kind of... Yeah, almost like the T-1000, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, when he loses the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back so the, the, car. The, kids are, <laughs> the kids are running after Bert... They chase some more. Whoop de doo. Dude, I busted out laughing when that wood kid came by himself around the corner. He's like, the wood, the wood kid. No, there's one kid who just runs out by himself around the corner. And it's like, you, you, you see nothing. Then you see him like run by the camera and he's like screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh, yeah. It's like, Bruh! And you see wood kid wearing like everybody's arm except for this one kid who's wearing bell bottoms and a jean jacket. I'm like, you do not fit in, son. <laughs> Well, Carrot Top finds Bert alone in a building. So Bert hits him and gets away. He runs into a, he runs into a post. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, why didn't you just clearly this guy's going this kid's going to kill you? You, you yeah. got reason to just like you know that metal pipe you got right in the dome, dead Malachi. A lot of your problems are solved. Did you right say there. right in the dome or dong? The dome. Well, the dome okay. would work too. <laughs> Either one. Isn't that like shattering a 17 year old's <laughs> testicle? With a... Well, he turns around and like hits a post <laughs> like a fucking doofus. It's like it just turned into a, a Marx Brothers movie all of a sudden. <laughs> well, Jobin leads Bert down to a shelter with Sarah in it. Thank God I was wondering where Sarah was. Oh, yeah. He's drawing Ma- those fucking pictures. Yeah. Malachi and Isaac are talking shit to each other. Malachi's, you know what, you little bitch? I've had enough. Oh, yeah. Pulls a knife out on him. Staging a coup. And everybody turns on Isaac. Isaac screams, 
are amazing. Yeah. And they will not halt my dreams. And I guess we should just, I'm sure most people know this, but Isaac was played by a 24-year-old man. Yeah, he has a Opposite of what the Moonlight Man has. Yeah, he has a hormone deficiency. Yeah. So he said he was getting a lot of work when he first moved to LA because obviously he looks like a 12-year-old, but he's 24, so there's no child labor laws for him. Yeah, and he had also just filmed a Star Trek Atari commercial, and they gave him a Spock haircut. So they were like, oh, it kind of works for this movie. So that's why he's got that little hipster haircut. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Now they're in the streets, and this is uh, kind of an iconic line somehow. This is when Malachi's like, Outlander! (laughs) We have your woman! And he cuts her face. Scream to Bert now. I know this hurts. <laughs> Scream to Bert. <laughs> when he, Get out of the way. <laughs> when he cuts her face, she sounds like a chicken. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boy, Malachi's got a set of teeth on him, huh? Some chompers? Yeah, he could tear down some corn. <laughs> and he gets nothing stuck in those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So Bert is talking to the kids. Who cares? Jason, top three corn albums. Go. Uh, follow the leader. Issues and, I guess, self-title. Okay, so I was like three to one? Yeah. Okay. And then I start on the spot, and I try to remember. I know I probably forgot some other ones. I never listened to their dubstep stuff. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they did dubstep. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, hey, the first two albums still hold up, though. Life is, oh, I forgot about Life is Peachy. Yeah, 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 good shit. Some good songs on uh, Follow the Leader and Issues as well. Yeah. So, anyways, All in the Family, not so much. <laughs> the one where him and Fred Durst are dissing each other. Yeah, and they dropped F bomb like three different times. Yeah, it doesn't age very well. Which one's got Wicked on? Is that, got, is that Life is Peachy? Life is Peachy yeah. featuring Chino from Deftones. Now that's a jam. It is a jammer. So Bert's talking to the kids. Amos starts screaming for the corn god to take him. We see the the thing coming underground. The trimmer. Yes. Kevin Bacon runs on screen for a little bit. Oh, yeah, the trimmer. <laughs> him and Bert. Isaac's bitch ass starts crying. And boy, this is when the uh, digital effect, the, uh, what is this supposed to be? Like the corn? I have no clue. I I, I have no clue what this is supposed to be. It looks like shit lava. Yeah, it looks like shit lava. And it, it absorbs Isaac and it. Man, it looks so bad. And then it even gets better because like an air cannon shoots up the cross. <laughs> yeah, the, the cross explodes. <laughs> it shoots up. This is a comedy of errors at this point. Yeah, Bert runs up in the middle and he tries to, tries to reach these kids. Malachi is like, cool fucking story, dude. Feel my ginger wrath. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce bitch slaps Malachi to death. He just gets on top of him. He's yeah, like backhanding I mean, dude, him. He's got ground and pound game with just one arm too. And Isaac pops up. In a demonic voice, he's like, Malachi. He's like so like shitty sarcastic. He's like, he wants you to Malachi. <laughs> Bert, Vicky, and kids run into a barn. 
Bruce asked Jobin something about reading a Bible verse that the blue man was reading. I don't fucking know. I, yeah, this was like, okay, something about casting out evil, I guess. He's trying to convince me to care about this movie. It's not working very well. <laughs> Bert hooks up a fire hose to the gas, and I was so uninterested, I just started calling him Bruce in my notes. I keep having to catch myself. You're trying to watch, you wanted to watch Jaws instead, didn't you? Well, hey, some corn stalks attack them like Evil Dead. Pretty cool. Uh, sure, I'll give you that. Whatever. <laughs> he hooks up the hose thing and uh, sprays down the corn with flammable, well, with gasohol. gas. Yeah. It's gasohol. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the corn monster thing goes after Jobin. Bert throws a Molotov cocktail into the corn. Kaboom! Also, Job does everything here. Bert constantly fucks it up. He can't get the, the pump to work right. He throws the thing awfully the, the first time. Mm. And then Job's like, you city slicker, get it together. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Kaboom! Shitty special effects explosion. Oh, man. This is one of my favorite lines. Um, okay. Okay. They're running away. Job says, is he dead? Bert's like, I think so. And he's like, then why are we still running? <laughs> and then it awkwardly fades. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I was like, would you like to come live with us for a few days? Yeah. Or Bert. weeks. Or months. It's and so then weird. And laughing. I was like, is this the end of a sitcom episode or something? Yeah. And they get in the car and one of the girls is in the back with the scythe. She pops up. Like Captain Spaulding at the, no, Otis at the end of House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. It's just like, what's up? <laughs> and the Bert jumps out of the car and I laugh so hard. He slams her head in the door, just like, <laughs> dunk. <laughs> it's like the earnest, you know, when a trog door runs up and Ernest yeah. opens the door. <laughs> Bert's like, what are we going to do now? Vicky says, we'll send her a get well soon card from Seattle. Title appears on screen. The end. They awkwardly just walk away, <laughs> and the credits roll. Fucking wow! What an <laughs> ending! Holy shit! Yeah! Wow! 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 Okay! Wow! Wow! wow. That's the movie. It's this is the uh, the movie. Yeah, Children of the Corn one. Yeah, there's eleven of them. All right. <sighs> 10-point scale. What do you give this, Jason? Five. Wow. Yeah. You gave Gerald's game like a... Seven. I gave Gerald's game a seven. So this is only two notches below that? Two, four, because you can get like five and a half. Dude, I six. give this a three. Ooh. I think this is the lowest rated movie. This is not worse than Troll 2 or Taste Stanley Massacre 4. If you or... ask me right now, hey, would you rather watch Troll 2 or this? Troll yep. fucking 2 all day. Nah. Opposite. You'd rather watch this right now. You'd rather see Bert walk around a town, or do you want to well, at least laugh? Now, but like six months from now, if you come to me, do you want Troll Two? Or I mean, if I have a group of people, then yeah, Troll Two, because I'd be a lot more of more fun watch. But yeah. if it's just me, I'm going to say Children of the Corn. I got you. But for me, this movie does the cardinal sin. It's boring. Boring. If you want to be a piece of shit, fun. Just be entertaining. Just <laughs> go, just swing for the fences. But to have, oh, let's have them walk around the town and look in this window. Oh, let's walk over here and, oh, there, there's nobody there. There's <laughs> corn everywhere. 
It's so fucking boring, dude. In the short story, they both die. Good. <laughs> like Vicky gets sacrificed and he who walks behind the rose eats Bert. I feel like this, they could have, this should have just been like a 30 minute short movie. You could have done something with it. Yeah. It was a, it was a short story, you know? So it could have yeah. been something like that. Like not, an episode of Creep Show. Not everything needs to be a movie. And this movie proves that. <laughs> There's like 40 minutes where just nothing happens. There's it, a big lull. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's all I got, Jason. <laughs> I don't like this say movie. Say something good about this movie. I kind of put you on the spot, I know. But I say like, something good about this movie. Okay, Um, I guess Bert and Vicky, they're, the acting's not too bad. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. I mean... I kind of like the atmosphere of the movie. Didn't Sometimes. Blow, didn't blow the corn off my cob, you know, uh, but okay. it was whatever. Yeah. I kind of like the atmosphere of this movie sometimes. Yeah. There's a little bit of atmosphere. Yeah. I like the intro. There's some atmosphere for you. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm struggling here. <laughs> There's no good death scenes. They all, they're all off screen and. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. How about you, Jason? So, yeah, like I said, the atmosphere is cool. <laughs> I do have a little bit of nostalgia for Children of the Corn. Okay. You know? Cool. And, and the performances are passable. Some of the kids are pretty bad. But for Bert and Vicky, they're passable. Didn't they bring back Isaac in the sixth one? 666, Isaac's Return. Dimension Films finally got to use uh, that 666. They've been trying to use it forever. Well, they tried to do it with Halloween. I'm sure they tried to do it with Hellraiser at some point. Probably. <laughs> They're like, ooh, isn't this creepy? Not really. Six, six, six. Yes. Anyways, um, there's 11 of these movies. There's one being filmed in Australia as we speak. I think it already filmed or something. Or it was in the process. It might have got shut down because of COVID. But I think it was a remake. It was a prequel, I think. Oh, I have zero desire to watch it. I, was, I haven't seen anything past the fifth one. I never even saw Isaac's Return. Mm. I should at some point, maybe. I don't fucking know. Yeah, we can do a watch along to one. There's not, none of them are streaming, except for like Regenesis. Well, this one's streaming on Hulu if you uh, want to go watch it. Oh, I watched it on Tubi. <clears throat> cool. Well, it's yeah. on Tubi as well. All right, Jason, I have nothing else, sir. I've had all the corn I can handle. Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick, what's your favorite form of corn? On the cob. Okay. Yeah. Like at the fair? Put oh, some that butter and black pepper on it. Whew. That's pretty. It's pretty tasty. Pretty I'm sure it's awful for you, but it's pretty tasty. It's pretty fucking tasty. It is good. Good, good, Most good. Most overrated? Popcorn. Really? I'm not a big fan. I eat popcorn. I get you down know, with the popcorn. I think popcorn should be outlawed in movie theaters. <laughs> it's the loudest fucking food, and it's somehow like, it's like, oh, you're watching a, a movie. It's a staple. Yeah. You choose know? something quiet. You want to start passing out bowls of cereal at the movie theaters? Listen, if, we get, if we get theaters back, they're going to need everything they can to get money, okay? So we should be supportive of anything that they do at this point. I just know that I'm going to be watching Halloween Kills and there's going to be somebody with a fucking tub of popcorn. Just the whole time. Well, that's when you just you know put up the, the card at Alamo. You can't like, hey. say like, excuse me, uh, this person's eating popcorn too loud. Uh, I guess that is true. Anyways, rant over. It doesn't bother me. I'll cross that corn bridge when I get to it, when I finally see Halloween Kills 2021. Let them burn. <laughs>
That's why they should have screamed nothing into this movie. They did let it burn. Yeah, they let it burn. Like Usher. Right. Like Usher. Let it burn. There's nothing worse than burnt popcorn. Am I right? It smells bad, too. Jeez. Throw that throw that bad boy out. Start another, I hope you got another bag. This movie is like a bag of burnt popcorn. Just start over? Yeah, just, just throw it out. Just throw it out and start over. Uh, you weren't listening hard enough. It quit popping 30 seconds ago. And don't throw it in the trash. Throw it in the backyard. Because that stinks. shit's still going to stink. You think that light burnt popcorn in the kernels? Fuck the kernels. Yeah. Yeah. True that, Jason. True, True that. True that. All right. Well, what are we doing next week, Jason? Creep show. Creep show. I'm pretty excited. It's been many, many years since I saw it. It's a good movie. I enjoy it. All right. I hope it's better than this. It's better than this. Okay. By the way, when you watch, don't read anything about Secret Window. Just go into it blindly. Okay? Okay. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Anyways, we will see all you guys back here next week for Creep Show to continue on with uh, Stevie King. Stevie King? Our boy. You're my boy, Steve. Yeah. (laughs) We'll text you in a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we will see y'all back here next week. But until then, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House.